Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. Welcome to 2022. This will be episode number 74. And to get back to our normal normal track of unsolved disappearances, unsolved homicides, and other strange things... We're going to keep away from the politics for a while because every time I talk to politics, the ratings go out of their mind, um, even though most of it's based on fake or inaccurate news. So today we're going to talk about body dump sites. You know, most of us like the outdoors, go to the parks, um, to hike, to maybe just walk, uh, to get away from the suburban or inner city lifestyle. Um, Parks are tranquil, geographically large in size, and um, so that's what we think when we go to the parks. But, you know, I I had read an article a while ago by, um, I think it was Lori Bell, uh, who did a... um, an article on uh, dump sites, body dump sites of serial killers. So I thought that might be something interesting to start our new year off with. Um, you know, first and foremost, we always have the, the, the Green uh, River in Washington State. Uh, it's a pretty large body of water, uh, but it's probably most noted for... Um, the Green River Killer, who was uh, Gary Ridgway, uh, he's believed to kill, you know, anywhere between 70 and 80 females. Uh, the first five of his victims were dumped in the uh, Green River uh, after they were strangled. Uh, you know, uh, these were obviously. Uh, it's unfortunate because when you when you look at it, a lot of these a lot of these uh, bodies, unfortunately, you know, they're they're all um, prostitutes, you know, and uh, they seem to be take. They take a big hit when it comes to um, serial killers. For some reason, serial killers. Maybe it's just because they're easier targets. Um, you know, uh, in 2015, um, a woman's body was found uh, stuffed in a suitcase near the Green River. Um, you know, uh, right right next to the water. Um, and it's interesting because they have they have her death listed as a suspicious uh, circumstance. Well, my thought on that was I don't think it's a suspicious uh, circumstance. I would probably con- consider it a homicide because it would be hard to kill yourself and then after you're dead, stuff yourself into a um, a suitcase. Just my thoughts on it. Then you have uh, you have. Um, what other ones here? You have Central uh, Pine uh, Barrens, which is a, an interesting place. Um, it's in uh, Upper State New York. It's about uh, an area about 400 square miles. Um, it was particularly noted for uh, the amount of uh, bodies that were found after after 2000. Um, Barons uh, are located next to the town of uh, Manorville, 
And from 2000 to 2003, uh, the bodies of two unidentified men and the beheaded, dismembered body of two women were discovered. Uh, that's kind of creepy when when you start cutting people's heads and hands off. You know, that's just a, that's like uh, that's like a uh, yeah, that's not that's not my thing. Uh, and then um, in 2010, um, the remains of um, uh, eight eight more bodies were found. Seven again, which were prostitutes. You know, I mean, like I said that. They seem to be taking the heavier hit, you know. I mean, I guess they're they're just easier targets, um, unfortunately. But that's you know, when you're living a life, that's that's kind of what happened. Um, the area, actually, believe it or not, was at one time I believe on America's Most Wanted, and it hit, the area was um, and the killer was named the Butcher of Manorville, which is kind of interesting. Um, Personally, um, the woods are a very easy place to get lost in or dumped in. Um, in that area, there were still uh, m- many mutilated body and dismembered body parts that were found, uh, not identified. Uh, <clears throat> they, the murder, they think it's a, ser- a single serial killer. I, I don't believe that because uh, two of the... Uh, male victims were not found decapitated. The other ones were. So it, it wouldn't explain the sudden change uh, of the, uh, the MO on the, the person. So I, I, I believe it's probably more than one one individual. And you have uh, Taconi Creek Park. Uh, this is in Philadelphia. Um it has a lot of historic buildings on it. Um, it really started to be noticed in 2010. A group of children found the body of a 18-year-old man. Uh, he was shot in the back of the head and dumped. Uh, in 2012, a 21-year-old lady, a uh, female, went missing. It was later found shot to death inside the park. Okay, you know, this is not an uncommon thing because uh, I had worked as a police officer in a large, large park district uh, for years and, uh, homicides, suicides were very common there. Gunfights were very common in the parks. Uh, the park, like I said, people look at parks as, um, quiet, remote areas. Believe me, they are not quiet nor remote because the remoteness, the remoteness, uh, attracts people that are trying to hide from people. And usually people trying to hide are people that do bad things. Um, you know, in this case, uh, to Coney Creek, um, it's listed as being in a, uh, dangerous area because it's, you know, surrounded by, um, uh, inner city complexes, uh, and the park itself is, uh, said it's widely known for, uh, murders, robberies, and, uh, body dumps. So, you know, that kind of, kind of tells you to all live. Then you have uh, Humboldt Park, which is uh, in Chicago. Uh, it's interesting because inside the park, you have a fitness center, gymnasium, soccer fields, ball fields, and uh, youth educational programs. However, that's in one area. Um, 
2003, um, the, the body of a uh, pregnant girl uh, was found uh, in a plastic container, which was dumped in the park. Uh, on 2015, a child's hands and feet were discovered in the park. Um, you know, this is kind of weird. I mean, this is the weird shit that happens in the parks. You have to understand that parks are not the safest place in the world. Uh, you know, we'd like to think that, but, uh, then you have, uh, Lincoln Park, which is, um, in Baltimore, Maryland, um, another large park. The first body actually there was found, uh, recorded anyway, in, uh, 46, 13-year-old boy uh, had accidentally shot, uh, was actually shot and killed by a uh, 15-year-old. Back then in the 40s, they were probably out hunting or, or playing around. Uh, the boy just dumped the body in the park. But it also has, has a note here, since the 70s, uh, the park has become uh, known for, um, you know, a, a dump location. Um you know, it's not uncommon. Uh, children finding skeletal remains. Uh, the city public works. Workers find, uh, you know, corpses, bullet-ridden corpses. Uh, just all that kind of stuff that... Um... Okay, got cut off on that line of thought because the phone rang and the door... Somebody knocked on the door and all kind of stuff like that happens. Uh, it also says about this park, it's... Uh, Apparently, the park has a lot of legends about uh, all kind of paranormal things. Uh, many locals are too scared to uh, go hiking in the park, even though the murders aren't happening on the park grounds. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to go hiking and run into a dead body neither. So that might be a uh, that might be another thing. Um, another interesting uh, area is the East River uh, uh, in New York. Uh, this place forever has been a, um, a dumping ground for bodies. Um, you know, um, it does have one interesting note here that uh, most of the bodies are dumped in the winter and they don't resurface to the, uh, they don't resurface on top of the river until, uh, about April. So they re refer to it as the, uh, spring harvest, which is a little weird, but Weird is weird, and that's how we are here. Uh, it says one of the most notorious uh, body dumpers uh, incidents was 2000. Uh, a boyfriend killed her. Oh boy, uh, okay, a teenage. Uh, I'm assuming a girl and her uh, a boy and her boyfriend uh, killed the parents in the apartment. This is interesting. Uh, you know, they dumped the body in the river, but it's interesting how they transported the bodies. Um, they wheeled the father down to the river in a luggage cart, and her mother was uh, put inside of a shopping cart. Okay, I'm uh, just saying that these probably aren't uh, <laughs> very experienced uh, killers. And then you have uh, John David uh, Rifkin also dumped a few body body parts in the East River from '89 to '93. It's believed he killed somewhere between nine and seventeen people. Uh, again, uh, most of his bodies were prostitutes, which were dismembered, uh, hands and torso. 
yeah. So this, uh, yeah, these people like chopping people up. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. That I, you know, I'm just. I guess I'm just not a chop it up. Then we have the Everglades. Everglades National Park uh, is comprised of about 6,500 uh, square miles. Uh, perfect area to dump a body. I mean, you have the heat, the moisture. Um, it would deteriorate, and whatever type of predators you have there. A lot of meat eaters in there, so um, you know it's a it's a good place to um, dump bodies, I guess. Uh, it has a note here for uh, one of the, one of the big dumpers in that area, serial killer Otis uh, Elwood uh, Tool and Henry uh, Henry Lee Lucas. Um, these were really two really strange uh, idiots. Uh, they said that their uh, their murders began when they became uh, members of a religious cult, which is kind of interesting because, uh, and I don't doubt it. Uh, they said they claimed to participate in about three thousand murders. However, it's a it, it's they believe, based on facts, uh, possibly eleven to six hundred. So, um, so there are there is evidence linking to a minimum of eleven, maybe possibly 600. So, uh, with that being said, um, you know, that's, that's what kind of people you have hanging out in, uh, places like that. And then another interesting, one of the later ones was the Mojave Desert. Mojave Desert, uh, is, it's huge. It's 6,500 square miles. Uh, temperatures, you know, go all the way up to 134 degrees. The area is desolate, uh, filled with ravines. Uh, <clears throat> let's face it, with 6,500 square miles, who the hell is going to go walking around every inch of the desert with the possibility very low that uh, a body is ever found? Um, it is it is recorded as uh, an area for the mafia back probably in the 40s, 50s, and 60s to dump bodies. Um one of the most notorious uh, serial killers in the region was a William Richard Bradford. Uh, he was convicted in '84, uh, murdered uh, murdered a 15-year-old. Um, it doesn't say whether it's, I'm going to say it's a daughter. 15-year-old doesn't mark it, but it's probably a 15-year-old daughter and a 21-year-old uh, barmaid. So yeah. Uh, they're not sure exactly how many people he murdered. They, they had them on those charges, but they, again, they were um, both strangled and dumped in the desert. Uh, they actually estimate that he may have been possibly responsible for the murder of 54 people. Uh, he was a really crazy, crazy dude because, and I, I remember seeing a documentary on him one day. He was pretending to be a, a photographer, uh to take, you know, he would, uh, you know, go in and convince the uh, young woman that he was a, uh, a photographer for models and this and that, and um, he would he would eventually strangle them. Um, you know, like I said, that's another one uh, that they dump. Here's another one I, I didn't uh, actually take a look at. It's Pocono uh, Mountains. Uh, this is located. In northern Pennsylvania, it's a high, high um, 
tourist activity and known for hiking, biking, skiing, horseback riding, and all that stuff. Another remote area, good to dump bodies. Uh, in 2008, eight bags containing body parts were found along the highway in the uh, oh, the Pocono Mountains. Uh, the first bag discovered by a state uh, public works worker contained a woman's head. Okay, well, that's probably not what I would want to be finding if I was working on the side of a road. A year later, uh, human remains were found along a different highway in the Pocono Mountains in 2011. A head, torso, and wrapped in plastic bags were discovered. Uh, kind of interesting, I, I just had this little flag. Um, a head, torso, wrapped in plastic bags. Uh, bad idea, uh, serial killers, because um, you're... you're primary goal here would be wanting the deterioration of uh, whatever parts you cut off. Uh, plastic bags don't work. Uh, just just an FYI. Not that I'm encouraging you, but just making a, a point that that's a pretty stupid-ass idea. Um, in September of 2004, Charles Hicks was convicted for murder and dismember of uh, Dina Null. Um and he said that uh, she was not his first victim. Uh, you have, uh, within that uh, area, which is about 2,400 square mile, encompassed northern Pennsylvania's uh, Carbon County, Monroe County, Pike County, and Wayne County, the Pocono region. Um, yeah, I could, I could see why they would you know, that's just vast area up there. And then we have the Louisiana Swamp, which is interesting. Swamps are always places that they, you know, they want to de- dump bodies. It's like a killing field. Um, you know, there's all kind of uh, predators there, you know, sink in the swamp. Not too many people are going to be, you know, walking through or hiking through the swamp in itself. Uh, the temperature of the water, um, bacteria, uh it says in uh, 95, there was a report uh, in the Los Angeles Times about a police officer who was linked to at least uh, two of 24 serial killings uh, in New Orleans. Most of the victims were prostitutes. There we go again. We're killing all the prostitutes. Uh, and it's interesting. The woman had been killed, stripped, and dumped in different locations throughout New Orleans. And the nearby swamps uh, between uh, 05 and 09, eight women were found uh, in Jennings, Jenning, Louisiana, were all murdered. The bodies were found in the swamp and in uh, ditches along the nearby interstate. None of the murders have been solved. Each of the women were prostitutes. Again, uh, guys, you were running into trouble. There's not going to be prostitutes anymore. Um, and all, all had... Uh, witness something they were not supposed to see. I don't know how. I, I, I'm not sure what that exactly means, um, unless there was some type of case that they were all involved in. Um, but they, they further go on. Uh, the Jenning 8 were, uh, they knew each other, and some were even cousins or roommates. It's kind of creepy. FBI behavior on us says that the serial killers usually target strangers. Okay, then we, well, this is, well, this guy would be still considered a serial killer because he killed more than two people. 
Uh, they were all related, kind of freaky-ass shit. But somebody saw something, law enforcement won't really probably say what. So, what have we learned here? We learned number one. Don't go in a park by yourself. Don't go in a park without a gun. Don't go in a park without something sharp. And be aware when you're in the park. Because you never know. And like I always tell you at the end of my episodes, if you're in a dark place, dark alleyway, dark room, dark parking lot, and you hear footsteps, you better know where the back door or the back window is and get yourself out of there. Until then, we will see you at episode 75, which, again, like I told you, we're going to try to stay away from the, uh, the politics because people just... I don't know whether they just can't handle when I tell them how it is or, you know, it's just, I, I've just, listen, I've just never been a fan, uh, a fan of politics. I was for decades a independent because I always voted on the person that was lying the least. But, um, you know, with this last one, I had to pick sides because, uh, And like I said, I didn't think either candidate was really a choice candidate. I think we just got stuck with that. Um, But we got what we got. So the next one, uh, maybe we'll do uh, some strange uh, unexplained disappearances because those are always um, people like that. Uh, People that gravitate towards this type of podcast are looking for the... uh, Usually the mystery surrounding it, the uh, unanswered questions, you know, uh, the challenge of trying to find who, who did this, and then the bigger challenge of trying to identify why they did this, it's, which is, you know, I guess I guess if you like murder mysteries, thrillers, unexplained things, this is, this is the, the avenue to be going on. Uh, we, as of now, have had almost uh, 2,000 2000 hits already on this show. Um, You know, if you listen to it and you like it, you know, I know I kind of talk in a monotone uh, voice, which puts some people asleep. But the one thing here is I'm going to tell you the facts. I'm not going to give you... um, misinformation. I'm not going to sway liberal or Democrat. I'm going to tell you the facts, they where they are, whether they are offensive, not offensive. That's why uh, the content of this is marked down as explicit, although I haven't used any of those seven words in this uh, broadcast at the FCC. At one time, used to tell us we can't use, but since, uh, since YouTube opened up, I guess we could say whatever the hell we want. Um, so with that being in mind, we will see you episode number 75. Not sure what the title of this one's going to be yet, but we'll, we'll get to it in a little while. Until then, we will see you, and I'm Mike Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, coming from Derby, Connecticut.